0: Hi guys, can everyone hear me okay? So uh, yeah, I must apologize, we're having some connection issues, uh, part of the fun of living in the jungle, um, so me and Liz have come to a local internet spot and hoping that our connection works and you can all hear us and there's not too much disruption. That's great. Thank you, Catherine. Um I'm here today. To talk about natural medicine um, and some of the medicines that originate from um, different cultures and indigenous tribes, such as the Amazon rainforest, some from Central Africa, and also some from Europe as well. Um, I think it's important to realise as these medicines are becoming more popular and more people are hearing about them, that every ethnic and indigenous culture in the world has their own natural healing remedies that have existed long before a big pharma and the pharmaceutical industry started synthesizing these um chemicals and putting them into you know medicines as we see now with you know, tablets and bottles of medicine and various things and um, a lot of the actual healing properties in these medicines comes from nature itself and i'm sure we can all relate to that in, in one way or another so um, I mainly want to talk about a medicine that uh, I've been working closely with for eight years now. It's called Cambo, um, and we'll touch on some of the other plant medicines as well. Um, but first, Cambo. So I'm a qualified practitioner in Cambo. As I say, I've been working with the medicine now for eight years, and that was primarily in in, in England, in Liverpool. And I felt a deep connection to this medicine. Um, it actually come into my uh, awareness and reality through a shamanic um, drum and meditation. I used to attend maybe around nine years ago. Uh, it was just a small meetup in Liverpool, and to be honest, at the time there wasn't a lot of uh, other things you know of that nature happening. So the free events used to go, and I remember going into a uh, shamanic drum and meditation, which takes you on a bit of a journey and takes you into a trance. And it brings on visions and there's no medicine involved in this, this experience. It was purely from the vibration and the beat of the drum. And um, one of the visions I had very clearly was um, I seen a ram. I seen a smoking chimney and I seen a frog. And at that time, I shared after the experience that this is what i seen, but I had no understanding of what or why I had this vision. Um fast forward two months later I was travelling to India and the frog that I seen in my vision was there on a lamppost. Um a picture, a poster of it, and it was this it was the same frog and I can't say, you know, why it was it looked the same, but I, the feeling I got took me straight back to that meditation. And sometimes we just have this innate knowing and wisdom that connects us and it feels kind of like a deja vu um, or just this feeling of like a memory and just this, this, this attachment. And I'm sure we've all had that in, in one way or another. Um, but when I seen this this picture on um, on the lamppost, it was um, basically describing a cambo cleanse, which was new to me. I'd never heard of it. I've never seen it. And it just grabbed me. And I went on this. this, this for knowledge so I was researching and what a fact that this medicine has been used for many years centuries in the amazon to for a wide range of effects and beneficial um outcomes for the people who take it so i just want to touch on that and kind of go over some some information on it we will touch on the science but i think um I don't want to go too much into the science. There's a lot of big words for the peptides and the alkaloids and um, you know that kind of thing. But if anyone would like to ask any questions at the end, I'm more than happy to, to answer and We can dig a little bit deeper. Um, but just to you know, go over the story of Cambo, the benefit and how it's the medicine. His official name is Philomedusa Bicolor and it comes from the Amazon rainforest, deep into the Amazon rainforest. It lives in the treetops, which is quite unusual for a frog or a amphibian species because they're normally in and out of water. Given that the Amazon jungle is so wet, it's a, it's a rainforest, and um, they provide the perfect climate, but they're not actually found anywhere else. So, uh, many tribes that, you know, have lived outside of um, Western civilization and contact with you know modern society. I've been using this medicine for a long time. And the, there's a legend of how Kambo was first found. Uh, there's a, a shaman of the tribe who's called Kampu. And the medicine was called after him because he was the one who discovered it. So the tribe uh, became infected with a plague and this plague sweep through the side and was having devastating effects. The head shaman campu um, tried every medicine that they use in the Amazon rainforest, every combination of plants that he was aware of. Um, one night during an ayahuasca ceremony, I'm um, not sure what you know if people have heard of ayahuasca, but we'll touch on that in a little bit. It's another plant medicine that brings on hallucinogenic states and a connection to spirits. God, cosmic intelligence whatever you feel might be the right terminology for, for your reality and um, i like to use cosmic intelligence because i feel that for me god has become a little bit personified i think cosmic intelligence um is fitting because intelligence is nothing that we can see nor really put into sensory context but it's it's an innate knowing and a wisdom um and obviously the cosmos is far beyond our comprehension and, you know, in, in all its magnificent splendor. Um, so yeah, I use cosmic intelligence, um, but during this ayahuasca ceremony, Campu, the shaman, has got this connection to, to cosmic intelligence and the great spirit. And he's asked what he can do to help the tribe. And Mother Ayahuasca, which is the spirit um, of the medicine, showed Kampu a song and showed them singing to the trees. It sounds a little bit far out. The next day, Kampu has got up and gone and sang this song where, you know, spirit showed them. And he's called out to the trees and he give this call. And these frogs have come down from the Amazon treetops and basically come and offered their medicine to Kampu. He's then learned how to ex- uh, extract the medicine, the secretion of the frog. And then has a given it to the tribe and has cured them of this plague and for, ever since it's been used for many reasons, so some of the reasons that came's been used was for chronic illness the snake bites to clear Panema so Panema is how the indigenous tribes call bad luck and I'm sure we've all been there at certain times in our life. And if we haven't, we know people who have. It's just when nothing is going right for you. Like you feel like your luck's not in and it's just one thing after another and you don't feel like you can do right for things going wrong. And I think it's it's something that can, can happen. And I like to um, reference to, you know, the Lord of attraction, really, um, which, you know, a lot of you might have heard or read the secret. Um, which I feel is a, a valuable tool. Um, it was one of the, you know, the first books that kind of changed my thought process. But I mean, it's not something I really resonate with so much now. That you know, paying uh, a lot of attention to physical luxury items will bring them into your life. I'm Not saying that it doesn't work, but it's not something that I actually resonate and work with. But the law of attraction is there for, for all to use, and you know, I think the more we focus on any one thing. it comes to us so yeah this this medicine cambo can be used to clear that to give people a fresh start and to just bring you know a clear mindset Uh, the tribes also used it for hunting obviously being hunter-gatherers they depend on their hunting skills and when they use cambo it heightens their senses it improves sight it improves hearing and basically focuses and they get much better results when hunting which obviously for them is you know a primary uh, concern and need to feed their family um the way that it does this is it it removes distortion from the energy field and if anyone was here the last time I spoke a few months ago and um, we were talking more about uh, living sustainably and you know making certain choices but I think it's important to to reference some of the the points that we made, because um, we spoke about um, electromagnetic frequencies and our ability and our sensory perception to create our reality. So our visual spectrum is from UV light to infrared. So they're the highest um, and the lowest frequencies that we can see and everything in our reality that we can perceive exists in that frequency. There's also a lot that goes on outside of that frequency. So to use some examples, radio waves, X-rays, gamma rays, microwaves, all these things are outside the visual light spectrum. So we can't see them. Just because we see them, it doesn't mean that they don't exist. And to put this into a more quality uh, qualitative context, um, mediums and people who have psychic abilities can also tap into other ranges of frequency um, to communicate with those um, that are not, no longer here in this physical reality. So without going too deep into that, um, I'm hoping that made sense. Uh, but as I say, I can go back over any bits if anyone's unsure. So I think it's important to note that Cambo is it's becoming more popular and it's spreading throughout the world and there's a lot of people becoming qualified like myself to become practitioners um in all countries where you know the, the frog doesn't exist because this medicine is finding its way throughout the world to bring healing i think the first and most important thing to say is it's 100 percent legal there's only one country in the world that it's not legal and that's australia and i've never been to australia so i can't give comment on exactly why or what, but everywhere else it, it is legal. Um, also, um, the medicine is a secretion. So people, I've heard people talking and saying it's a poison or it's a venom. That's not true. So a poison or a venom only exists as a defense mechanism. And Cambo has no natural predators. So they have no need for a defense mechanism to ward off any predators. Um, and what you'll find as well is a frog actually has no fear of humans or any predators so when when people go to collect the harvest the frogs actually come down and are playful and they'll jump all over you and interact with you and the more that it's been studied um, the more proof or you know theory that is to suggest that this medicine could be a symbiotic relationship with humans that it's there for us to consume. We actually have a lot of receptors to the peptides that the the frog secretion can, contains, um, which is quite surprising. Um, but we'll go into that a little in a little bit. Some of the benefits of CAMBO. Sorry, a little bit of outside noise. Uh some of the benefits of CAMBO, um, it's an amazing immune boost, so it cleanses the blood. Um It's been said that no bacteria, virus or parasites can survive this treatment. It's a full on body detox. It's not psychoactive, so you won't find yourself tripping or having hallucinogenic experiences from it. It's a full physical detox, but the medicine is very, very intelligent um, and it's used across a, a wide range of healing modalities that can be emotional. That can be physical it can be mental it can be spiritual um for me personally and you know um i've come to costa rica to deepen my knowledge i was qualified in england but i've come here to to further expand my knowledge and deepen me connection to the medicine in you know it's more its natural habitat and seeing the way different practitioners work as well you know we always do our sessions out in nature now and obviously that's not the case in england um but I'm learning a lot myself. Um, But yeah, um, some of the benefits um, that can be used to treat malaria, colds, migraines, inflammation, allergies, stomach and digestive issues, um, and it really does have a good effect. But to me, I feel like when we first take the medicine, it does a scan. So this medicine has an intelligence where it enters the system through the lymphatic system and so the way it's applied we burn a small gate so we take literally the top layer of the skin off and it's not painful it's just the top layer and it enters the lymphatic system which is the quickest way for it to be absorbed by the body I then feel the medicine go right down to the bottom of my body to my feet and then up to the head and this comes in a wave and this for me is a, a scanning of what the medicine wants to work on now you can think you want to work on this you want to work on that but the medicine is far beyond our intelligence and actually knows what we need most um but it it can also work with like bad feelings depression um blood circulation anxiety it's a positive effects on rheumatism arthritis and joint joint issues it's it's so so wide-ranging and varied um but i really do believe that the medicine has the intelligence now the tribes hold this frog in high reverence um you know i've followed the plant-based diet for many years now and other vegan restaurants um which I brought up questions when I was working with this medicine, you know, some vegans were like, well, is it is it vegan? Is it, you know, is the animals harmed? And that obviously triggered a lot of questions for myself. Um, my, you know, what I'd say is, there is always people looking to exploit and do things in not the right way. But the tribes who resource the medicine off um, and any, you know, qualified practitioner will want to source ethnic, eth- ethically sourced medicine. Because it's so important that the frogs aren't harmed. Um, one, because you know this this medicine's sacred. Um, it's so necessary for healing across the world that abusing these frogs is like it's not gonna be good for, for anyone. And um, because they're gonna become endangered, they're gonna build build up this resistance. So the tribes who we saw the so from how hold them in high reverence. They class them as gods. They class it as a divine being living here in a in a existence as an animal or has come to give us the medicine they wouldn't dare cross its path with aggression or violence because they don't want to feel the wrath of of that spirit um it combo brings on a cathartic release so a cathartic release is the body's way of expelling any toxins that are residing in there and it can come through different forms primarily it's going to be vomit and puke. And it can also be going to the toilet uh, by bowel movement, it can be sweating, it can be crying, whatever where your body needs to push these toxins out, it's going to do it. And for me, um, I've seen all different, all different types. And you know, the, the effects after it. people feel if it's if you haven't got any major physical symptoms, uh, the last treatment I had done, it was two guys who were like, you know, on the path, doing well in life, successful, um, but just learned about the medicine, wanted to restart, wanted to detox, wanted to feel good. I held that ceremony yesterday, and it's the first time, um, and both of them have contacted me today just to say how clear-minded they feel, how focused and how motivated uh, they feel towards the future. because. What Cambo does is it, it clears away brain fog. And um, when we say distortion in the physical field, this is this is our connection to our higher self. And you might have had moments when you feel that yourself, when you're really in tune with your higher self. And obviously, I know the work you're doing with Liz is about getting in touch with, with that aspect of yourself. And we all have it. But through negative thoughts, uh, reacting to situations, poor lifestyle choices, you know, alcohol poor dietary choices we, we pollute our own vessel and you know anyone who's detoxed in any kind of way i'm sure can vote for the feelings of um looking after your temple and detoxing your body leading to more a clear mind and more focus and more motivation um what i'd say is the the ceremony and the protest itself can be quite intense um, and difficult or it's it's only intense for an hour um, after that worst case um you can feel lethargic, and maybe like a bit of a hangover now i've never seen that really last more than till the next day the two guys who i work with yesterday they've got you know a fairly clean lifestyle Um they both felt great straight after the treatment within an hour and a half they both felt better than they felt before it. I've had treatments myself and it took me a day to get over it. But the next day, I've been fully focused, running at my optimal 110% and just clear, focused, and motivated for, for what life has to bring. Um, if I can go back to my first experience, um, I just sat a bit, but when I seen in the shamanic drummer meditation, uh, the ramp smoking chimney in the frog, and then I learned about Cambo. I actually thought, what can this be teaching me? What, what was that message showing me? And for me, a ram signifies a resistance and stubborn nature. At the time, um, I was smoking cannabis, um, which for me wasn't done in in the most conscious way. It was a habit. Um, it was something that I ran to for a comfort um, and also a coping mechanism. You know, I was working a lot um, in Liverpool. I had a lot going on. My life was very hectic, and I'd use it at the end of the night to switch off, to unwind. And I'm not not saying, you know, it's not a good medicine, because for me, cannabis is a plant medicine. But my intention behind using it, I wasn't really respecting the plant. And this is something I've come to learn now. All these plant medicines including cannabis, including fruit and vegetables and herbs, they're all part of nature. They've all been put here for a reason and it's was to respect. And, you know, smoking cannabis like they were cigarettes just to, to get through the day, to switch off, wasn't um, saving me. But I struggled to, to quit, so for me showing that the stubbornness of the RAM stopping me from up smoking was not good for me. But the frog, when I looked up the spirit mean, the frog, frog is um synonymous with growth, change, and transition. So when I found that out and then I learned about Cambo, I, I put the pieces together and I took three sessions in a lunar cycle. Uh, not in India, it was when I come home to Liverpool. Took three sessions in a lunar cycle, and my sole intention was to quit, which to quit smoking cannabis, which I felt like I couldn't do at the time. Um, and after the second session, I went home and I looked at, at my cannabis and I was like, I could smoke whatever I wanted, but I felt like I didn't need to, and I felt this this strength this catalyst that was backing me and pushing me, that was just giving me that that willpower that I never felt like I quite had, but I always felt like I was pulled back in. And um and after that I was able to to break that pattern. And that's what Cambo and some of the other plant medicines can do. You can reprogram our neural pathways because addiction is a neural pathway that we've built up and this can come from you know food It can come from toxic behavior they can come from drugs on the, on the far end of the spectrum whatever it might be and there's no judgment to anyone who's, who's built these up but we have to ask ourselves you know is this is this saving me is this helping me to be my best self am i living optimally and if you are dependent on any kind of substance um then ultimately no, because you don't need anything. Now, I've smoked cannabis since that, but never in the in the way that I felt addicted and that I had to. Um, I've been through a similar process with coffee, um, which again is another plant medicine, um, and one that's been used for hundreds of years. And some people have studies where people who drink coffee live longer, and it's good for you, and you know, caffeine can stimulate you, and it can bring you to conscious awareness because it can focus you. But if you're dependent on it to, to function, then maybe there's an issue and we need to look at that. Um, but yeah, back to Cambo and plant medicines. So, um, Cambo as a plant medicine, in um, the science has been found that there's nine bio, bioactive peptides. i wrote some of these down because they are a little bit of a mouthful. Um, but the nine bioactive peptides, the reason the bioactive is because they have receptors in our biology that actually have an effect on our body, um, and they work with our gastrointestinal muscles, um, pancreatic glands, adrenal cortex, our pituitary gland, and it can be potent vasodilators, which means that they dilate our blood vessels and veins to allow the medicine to get through the blood-brain barrier you've heard of that before, this is our link from our brain into our body that kind of people can call the subconscious and um, it, it reacts before we actually think about doing something, our body will, will go to something which is important for um, breaking habits, basically. Um, dermomorphine and and delta morphine are both potent opioid peptides um, and they're found to be 4,000 in Cambo. These are 4,000 times more potent than morphine. And it's natural and from nature. So obviously, I think that gives a little insight into the strength of this. Um, some of the benefits from the neuropeptides, which is specifically working with our neurofunction function in our brain, um, can be, you know, um. And I want to be very careful because what I don't want to do is say that Cambo cures this, that, this, that, because no one can make that claim. Um, for me, this disease, disease is this a disease in the body. And I feel a lot of a lot of disease can can be man-made and it can come from our own thought processes as well. So I'm not telling all, but it it's important because someone who can take a medication, but is still negative. Having toxic thoughts and telling themselves they're sick won't get the same benefits of someone who is changing their thought pattern and taking their medicine and feeling it. You know, placebos have worked wonders for people because there's a lot going on with our brains that that we can kind of manifest. Um, But it's had great effects and results with Alzheimer's. Parkinson's, depression, migraines, circulatory and vascular insufficiency, uh, organ disease, skin and eye problems, fertility. I've first hand witnessed um, people who've tried for a baby for a long, long time. and For whatever reason, felt that it wasn't going to happen. After numerous different ways of trying, we found Campbell and Cambo works with your hormones for what you need Um, and this person got to um, 42 years of age and basically had given up and this was the the last chance um, for them that they felt that they could. After working with Cambo they had done some wonders on the um, hormone reset and within 12 months uh, they found themselves pregnant. Um, Again, I'm not going to say that I can make people um, conceive, but what I'd say is have a a little look up yourself, do some research and you know, there is great uh, results that have been found with this. Um, Also on the more severe end of the spectrum, uh, AIDS, hepatitis and cancer have all been shown to be slowed down, um, stopped growth and ultimately with lifestyle changes reversed. Um, So a little bit about the Cambo ceremony itself. Um, So I think we've covered why people come to Cambo. um, But it's also used before some of the plant medicine ceremonies. It's known to be a great precursor because it can clear the system out. Now, a lot of these plant medicines such as ayahuasca, iboga, um psilocybin which commonly known as magic mushrooms when done in a ceremonial setting um can bring on a physical purge and a clearing of unprocessed energies and a detox as well as the hallucinogenic experience why it's become popular before these is because cambo can do the physical work in the body to get rid of these toxins that we've built up through lifestyle and when when the body's clear of these toxins, what it means is the other plant medicines, such as ayahuasca and iboga, don't have to focus their energy on doing that. They have a clean room into the body and can then work on the more ethereal or spiritual aspects. So instead of doing the clearing, they're more focused on the, the connection to spirit, um, which we'll cover. So a campbell ceremony, um, we I offer, one-to-one private or also do group sittings. in that ceremony. You know, we prepare by cleansing the space with herbs such as sage, um, which I'm sure many of you are familiar about. Sage is great great for clearing energy. We also use copal, which works in the same way as sage, but I find it a little bit more clean and clearing and you can you can really feel that the energy clears from it but we do that because again this energy that we can't see that is outside our, our visual um reality is there and it has an effect on us so you know i know these things are becoming more popular and i'm sure you know people who, who say to their space and this is why um but i think especially working with any medicine in a ceremonial setting it's really important to clear that energy um and you know any unwanted guests and visitors who might be lurking around um so in the ceremony it, for me the most important aspect of the ceremony is having an intention i'm not the healer um you the participant you are the healer combo is the medicine i'm here to bring you both together and unite you and facilitate the space holding um And i think it's super important that we hold this intention as working with any plant medicine because i think you know i overheard listening before like we are all one we are all part of this um cosmic intelligence this this divine web that we all you know are are plugged into you know when you just get them thoughts and um you know you see the synchronicities that that come up in life that is because it's not all about it's not all us and our own minds like there's this, this web that's out there that is is the collective consciousness, which is why when something becomes, um, like right now there's a conscious awakening happening. Like it's not because people are seeing someone else doing the copying, like the, the energy on the planet is shifted and it's come. It's It started in, you know, 2012 amplifying, but the last three years, it's, it's been like a real amplification. And there's so many people seeking this new wisdom, you know, getting in touch with the higher self and spirit and, you know, practicing meditation and cleaning the life and, you know, coming on programs that like Liz is offering. And, you know, I'm sure you've seen a her journey yourself. So many people on this journey now and looking at ways to, to connect. Um, well for me, the most important aspect has to be that intention, because the medicine wants wants to communicate with you and wants to know what you want. Um, and we go through a little consultation and we look at what, why it is that you'll feel like you need to work with Cambo or you want to work with Cambo. And, you know, we'll explore that. We'll look at the feelings that are coming up, how they've played out at other times in your life. And we'll just go on that journey and, and look at that. Um, then when we go into the treatment, um, as I said before, we take the top layer of the skin off and apply the medicine. The medicine goes into the lymphatic system. Um so the medicine when took off the frog it it's placed onto like a bamboo stick and it's dried in the sun. To activate it, we wet it with a bit of water and mix the points and it results in a kind of mucusy like substance, which when applied here, you know, the peptides absorb into the body. Um within ten to fifteen minutes, most people are feeling the effects. Um and as I said before, it's not so pleasant. It can bring on a, a drop in blood pressure. It can also shoot it up, but it's, it's the medicine working. You can start sweating and you can just generally feel uncomfortable. Um, and what'll normally happen is it'll bring on a page. And um, when you have this page, you know it's it's so interesting for me to see the different colours of people's page. And Carl Jung's done some studies on this, and what it is, is there's different meanings. So some people have like a bright yellow, which is like a bitter bile. Some people can have an orange, some people can be white and frothy, some people can be brown, black, green, purple, and this is inside us. So what we have to think is, you know, however many years we've been here, without working with this medicine, this has been inside us. And yet it can come from, you know, diet and lifestyle, but it can also come from unprocessed energies and they can come from thoughts, you know, suppressed feelings and emotions that have come from certain situations that, you know, maybe you haven't expressed and shared. But, you know, this is this kind of the same thing as, you know, what you're doing with Liz, you're sharing. And when we share and when we express and we get rid of these feelings, you know, we feel better. We have to process these energies by by holding on to them, keeping them inside. The poisoning us. For so for want of a better phrase, you know, it it's a toxic thing and it's really important that we we share. You know, if we're not working with the medicines to get rid of them, then we're we're sharing and we're, we're expressing these by trapping emotions and suppressing them. They're not they're not helping us to heal. They're causing dis ease because we're putting things that are that are giving us a disease in the body um so yeah this this process of the page and the sweating can last 30 minutes up to an hour and in this time we'll be playing music healing music we can have instruments such as the drum the rattle sage um and these are all ways of just helping the medicine move through the body and bring on this this release um most people are gonna feel good after, straight after the treatment. If not, you know you're gonna need the rest of the day to rest, and you'll wake up the next day feeling clear, lighter, more motivated, and focused on the task ahead. Um, I think that's a decent little overview of combo. I wanna open it up. If anyone's got specific questions. And then I'd like to also touch on some of the other plant medicines, obviously being a little bit pressed for time, we can't go so in depth, but I will give an insight because I've been working with these medicines for 15 years now. And for me, it's brought on immense healing. I never, I must admit, I never had any chronic illness or disease, um, but it's brought on a lot of spiritual development, a lot of connection, a lot of new awareness um, and for me, this is something that I feel I want to carry on with. You know, it's been a while since I've sat with any medicine and I'm not like something I use a lot because for me, the sacred. But at certain points in my life, I feel like it can be a valuable tool to help us reconnect and to, to open up new possibilities. So before I do that, does anyone have any questions on Cambo? Me,
1: Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh... Um, so I've got lupus, which is a chronic illness uh, where you've got an overactive immune system. So your immune system just attacks your body and it can attack any part of your body at any time. Um, at the moment, it's it's uh, attacking my joints. So um, I'm taking steroids at the moment to help with the pain because no painkillers even touch it. Um, so what I wanted to ask was... Um, when you have the out, do you just have it the one time? Yes. Or does it repeat? Do you have to repeat it? Like,
0: what I'd say is, um, one one session will definitely give you an indication of what the medicine can do. Um, as I said before, I'm not here to say that cures. Dun, 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 but I've seen really good good results with people with like Crohn's disease, cancer. Not the cure for cancer but along with changing the diet and lifestyle it's had that effect now i know lupus can be quite vast and varied and if, if i'm totally honest you know the the medical and contraindication side isn't my strong point but what i can do is i will speak to you know my um, practitioner and find out because um i think it could be beneficial to you um, but we would need a period where you didn't have the medication, uh, the steroid beforehand, and it's how you feel about coping with that for maybe three days.
1: Yeah, I mean they've told me anyway that I, I can't, I can't be on them long term anyway, um, and I've got to come off them to have, um, got to have an ultrasound on my wrist, so I've got to come off. I've got to come off the steroids anyway and any medication for a few days. So that does that doesn't bother me. I've I've put up with the pain without medication for a long time. I do think personally that it's it's attached to stress and um I haven't had I haven't had it like this for 13 years. The first time was when my brother went into prison, and this time my son's been suffering from suicidal thoughts and depression. So I think for me, I stay strong, I stay strong, and then when the other person goes alright, and I relax. Then it hits me. So I do think, like what you said, it comes from mental. It, you know, it comes out to my body from from um, from stress.
0: I'm glad you can recognise that um, and be aware of it, um, because it's easy for people to to say that it's not. It's not that. It's just a physical thing. Mm. I do feel like this is this is like the new knowledge that people are are, are understanding and realising. Um and yeah, I think rightly so, you know, running, um as you say about holding strong for other people, that's that's running on adrenaline. Like you are literally holding it together because that other person is depending on you for the motivation and the positive outlook. So you keep it there. When that goes, you know, you feel it. And a lot of people have it when they work a lot, you work and work and work and go on holiday and they get sick because yeah. the body is actually resting and relaxing and you're not releasing this adrenaline that keeps you functioning uh, for so long. Um, And when the body goes into rest, it actually becomes aware of of what is in there that you're kind of just pushing down.
1: Um,
0: So, yeah, Um, if you know I'd I'd love to really look into this for you if you want to if you want to what's the best thing to do? Maybe drop it in the chat if I can get that Um, just your medication and the the actual um, term of your lupus. is there different like um, categories of lupus?
1: There's um there's a skin lupus that you can just get for your skin, but then the, the one that I've got is called LSE, which is systematic lupus, which can just affect any part of your body really. It can just attack anything that it it just sees a bo- uh, part of your body as a disease and just attacks them. So it's just like your immune system attacking yourself.
0: Yeah. Um if, if you would like, if you don't mind, if you could drop that in as a message to me. And what, I do, yeah. what I'll do is I'll speak to my, my practitioner, obviously who's more, more experience with different medications and I'll look into that and we can we can look at it. And you know what, I'd, I'd love to um, try and help you. I just um, don't
1: want, I don't want to be taking toxic medications all the time. Like today I've talked about six different types of painkillers to try and get the pain away. Yeah. Um, and also, the, they've got me on an immune suppressant, which is called hydrochloroquine, which is actually used for malaria. And I have to have eye tech tests every six months because it can affect your eyes. And I just don't want to be taking stuff that I don't know it's even working, you know, it's just poisoning my body. And I don't want want to do it anymore.
0: It is. And it's like we said before, you know, in these medicines, that there is definitely good things in there there is definitely beneficial substances that that can heal but what happens as well and you know without going too too deep into it um produced by private companies who their primary primary object is is profit and it's a sad state of affairs to think of but a lot of the medications are not given to cure they're given to treat and Once you're cured, you have no you are no longer funding that business model. And it, it is real sad to, to think that, you know, we live in a world that that's it it's like that and it's become this this big thing that we can't see past. I like can every single chemist. A lot of the things, you know, when you look at a lot of medication, look up the ingredients, and there'll there'll be a couple that are natural substances that have got the healing properties in. But what it is, is you can't actually trademark or copyright nature. So because they're not available in cities, um, synthesize it, put it with other things which can be addictive because yeah. that makes you go back to them. And also, um, cure, they, they treat a little bit, but they don't make it go away. Now, I I always go back to something I learned when I was a teenager and I um. Do you know, like clear the silk and like, yeah, Achny by act all and all that. Like, yeah. Yeah, So, like, you know, it was all Brandon and my son, my son's 16. And I went through the same experience with him because, you know, they see it and there's teenagers on the adverts. And and I start, I didn't have bad acne, but, I, you know, we would get a few spots, like when we're teenagers. I'd start using it and, it'd and it'd get worse, it get worse, but then it, it will get a bit better. But then it go worse. And I was like, this isn't right and use anything now. And my skin's okay. And sometimes I like I feel like, oh, i'm getting a bit old and not looking after myself and my partner uses products, and I'm like, she's like, this is natural, that's this and plant-based. And I'll start using it. I just come out and things, and it's like, for me, I'm just best using nothing because yeah. my skin and um, you know my body's become very sensitive because I don't use anything that anything triggers me. Um and I've I've seen friends and people I know firsthand by constant use of any substances. Becoming a more chronic issue, yeah. It's
1: the same with eczema. Like, my little boy had eczema when he was a baby, and every single cream worked at first, and then within a few weeks, stopped working. Um, so yeah, it's just and also, it makes sense that, of course, you know, they want you to be dependent on it because that's their way of making money. I mean, America is the biggest one in it, isn't it? You know, they the pharmaceutical companies there are just like multi multi millionaires, and they just yeah. want to keep. They just want to keep it going all the time. So, yeah, I'm all for trying anything at the moment.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm home. Um, I'm actually coming home on um, the beginning of December. So I'm looking to hold a couple of circles and treatments and I'm happy to, you know, look into exactly... Yeah, that'll be great.
1: Are you on Instagram, Mark? So I can follow you on yeah, there if you know, I
0: mean, I don't use it so much, if I'm honest. Um, I used to, but I just... I don't normal.
1: blame
0: you. <laughs> I um, don't blame you. But you know what? Send a message to Indigo Greens.
1: Okay. I will yeah. do, yeah.
0: And I'll um, I'll look into because, that. Because,
1: to be honest, if I want to do it, I want to make sure that it's someone who knows what they're doing. Because I think there's a few people doing it around now yeah. that I wouldn't really trust to do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to have a proper consultation with you and speak to you and we'll look at exactly, like, up we're, um, we're looking to clear and okay, you know not, i'm not marketing in any way but maybe it could be um something that your son might benefit yeah. from as well mm. um i don't know if you feel comfortable doing it together um or maybe mention it i don't know how receptive he is and what what state of mind he's in mm. um i have worked with people with similar issues um what i'd say is i think when it's something like that, it is normally more a, a range of treatments. Um, and if it is that well, I'm coming home for the festive period, so like four or five weeks from home, um, but I can refer you to someone else who can can continue that. Who I, yeah, I'd, than myself. Um, if it's something that you know you feel feel.
1: Yeah, I'll spe- he's only sixteen though. Is it okay to do at that age?
0: No. But yes and no. The tribe uses it from age 12 and, you know, 14. So it is, but part of our code of practice is that we won't treat anyone under 18. Um, and I, I feel like um, we, must, we must uphold that. I've signed the code of practice that has said yeah. that, and my own son's 16, and it's something I'd like to do with him as a, a rite of passage and initiation, but I wouldn't really um, feel comfortable. But I'd, I'd like to talk to you about um, yeah. Possible ways in which we can help them and get them into something that's positive for them. Um, yeah. And of you know, uh, a centre um, run by um, a practitioner who I used to work with, and he's doing great men's work, and doesn't necessarily need to be, you know, these plant medicine ceremonies, but mm-hmm. you'd also get a bit of an insight into it for the future. But it's more to do with fitness, mindset, you know, um, and just like focused thinking. Uh, That'd be
1: great, Southport.
0: Okay, not the closest to you, but um, can get a train there. Yeah. Um, oh, well, that,
1: I'm happy to bring him anywhere, really, as long as he's getting help. So
0: it's important that he finds that community. Um, a lot of people mm-hmm. are struggling, you know, with mental health at the minute, and there is a lot of people out there doing good work as well. Yeah. Um, but if they're not in your field and you're not seeing them, it's like it's you're in this echo chamber. Echo chamber of like everything's doom and gloom, and that, and it only takes to step outside of that. Be introduce to the right people, have the right conversation, plant the right seeds, start um, implementing a, a lifestyle routine. And I can just get up early and affirmations and some exercise because exercise I, I feel is so important that you know we're releasing toxins from the body when we're sweating. Yeah, and just having that motivation and seeing a little improvement that makes you then start eating a little bit better because, you know, you need good energy. And for me, it, you know, i go through the, the same cycle myself. Start exercising, you start eating better, you're eating better, you start feeling better, it changes your thought pattern. And you have to make these these small changes. So I would really, really like to, to be a kind of introduction to, to that'd that. That would be great. Thanks so much, around. Mark. That would be really
1: good. Thank you.
0: Welcome, thank you. Um, there's we got time to go over some of the plant medicines? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm listening to
2: okay. me. Yeah, how I'm like, am I here? Am I there?
0: <laughs> Um, okay, so the one that you might have heard of, um, which I feel like is probably the most uh, well known now and the most popular is ayahuasca. Ayahuasca, again, has existed for hundreds of years before. Before man knew about, because as we said, these indigenous tribes in the jungle have been using it long before they were discovered by Western civilization. Um, It's actually a a very far advanced technology. And it's from two different plants that neither of them work on their own. They have no effect whatsoever on their own. But when you combine them and put them together, um they have profound effects and people have you know um, experiences of meeting spirits and deities, and bring a massive change in their life so two plants that are that are mixed one contains a substance called dmt which is dial it's a naturally occurring substance um and it's actually it exists in all of us um it's being said that we believe it's in the um pineal gland which we know is You know, our third eye, our intuition, our inner knowing, um, which a lot of, you know, people are tapping into now Um, and it's released on the moment of birth and when you die. It can also be triggered in a near death experience, which is why when you hear about people having near death experiences, some people can come back and can tell, tell you what happened, they can tell you. They met God, they met spirit, He met uh, ancestors who passed over, but it's not their time and they go back. And this is like, I don't know how you feel about about this personally, but I've experienced it, experienced it with uh, my grandmother, I've experienced it with you know, people who passed over and I was having these experiences when, a child, when I was a child. So for me, it's something that is a, is a truth and I know. If you've never heard of it before i know some people's perception might be a little bit oh i don't know about that obviously everyone's suits different and what everything can we touch and what we see is all that will be that's a famous quote and that's like if it doesn't happen to you then maybe you don't believe it but once it does you do um but yeah the the dmt that's in this plant in the amazon is not orally active so if it's in all plants and fruit and animals as well so it the reason it doesn't work is because if it did we'd be having these experiences every time we we ate a salad um which is good <laughs> that we don't because they're quite intense because our body contains enzymes that stop this working the other plant has got what's called it's an MAOI yeah mono well yeah inhibitor Right, so basically, what that does is that cancels the DMT working. So anytime you consume DMT, which is in all plants and and fruit and vegetables, this this inhibitor stops it taking over your brain. The other the other plant actually bypasses that. So this is like this is like a wonder of natural medicine, and the Amazon jungle is full of hundreds of thousands of species. How these tribes don't have electricity tools, don't have internet, don't have phones, don't get with this and make this brew to then drink to, to go into these um shamanic states of um connection is like it, it's miraculous. People have asked these tribes where they found it. They said that spirit told us, and it le- it lends itself into like a forgotten history of that there's been far advanced civilizations in the past that we believe have been wiped out but this knowledge is, is kept and it's, it's there now and what i'd say now is it, the last 10 years it's been spreading all over the world although it only comes from the amazon it's finding its way into america and europe and everyone everyone I'm going to say the looks to feminine energy. mother ayahuasca they, they say they feel this feminine energy, and obviously you know um all plants have have some kind of energy, but this isn't a a, a mother or a grandmother energy that loves you cares for you and can help you bring about change um, and it's it just so it's so um extraordinary and you know, same experiences this this isn't like you know taking a drug and you're like oh everything's a bit wavy this is done in a ceremony where it takes you on a journey and you feel that connection to, to cosmic intelligence and it can bring messages of support of hope of um ways to change and become more kind and compassionate and a lot of people have actually stopped um habitual addictive drug use from working with these medicines because it's connecting you to as you say cosmic intelligence or your higher self your higher self knows what best saves you and when we're you know a lot of people have addictions to drugs like cocaine and heroin or things that are really we know not know to, uh, to uh, uh, um, you know, you see seen this stuff. Uh, 95% of people, and you know, I am saying that number, but I think look, look into it yourself, you hear about it, it, comes into your field. So many people report changing their life from working with these medicines and just getting that connection back that gives them the strength. And they're, they're not addictive, like, they're really not addictive medicines. It's not something it can be the most amazing and beautiful experience of your life. I'll ask you again if you want to do it the next. Day and you'll say no because it, it, it's intense, and it but it can be beautiful. People um, can face the knock like but what we wanted to say is the lesson in that is these fears that were holding inside us are holding us back. And it, I'm sure Liz has covered it in the work that you're doing with her that we, we all have fears, but it's the fears that hold us back, it's the doubt. That, that keeps us from reaching our goals and fulfilling our potential. But Ayahuasca's got a way of uh, working with you with that. And everyone's experience is different. Um they really are. Um but for me, you know, I've had real profound experiences and my actual my last um last ceremony, which was over yeah, probably nearly two years ago now. I just don't feel a call to work with it so much. Um, I don't feel like I need it, but it showed me the frog again, and that was when I thought I need to go and see if I can work with this as a practitioner after working as a, a participant. So it gave me the image of the frog. I asked my practitioner if he knew of any courses starting. He said, "Oh, I'm starting one in six weeks, right um, like by uh, your house, and the people come from all over the country." And I was the only person from Liverpool, and it was like outside my doorstep. So like, it has this way of weaving you know, the magic of life in together and just giving you these little signs and synchronicities that, that push you in the right way. Um, I think I've only had one experience I'd describe as scary or, you know, a little bit traumatic. Um, and I did come out of it physically shaken and scared. But what I'd say is they're the ones that I feel like it have achieved the, the most growth from. I really do feel like that it's by going into these fears and facing them and seeing them, that we realised that, you know, they 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 were holding us back, and we have to face them. If we don't face them, they're gonna stay inside, doesn't keep beating away at us, and telling us not to do things. So sometimes it's just better to face it. And yeah, but can you strength. get that
1: in this country, Mark?
0: Yeah. Um, what I'd say is there's a there is the message. Um, the medicine's there. It is spreading. It's not so. I'd advise you to go and Google and mm. go and find from anyone. But again, I'm you know before we come, we were doing a lot of work and we were also helping out at the ceremony, providing food. If anyone's interested, I'm happy to connect you to um, what I call my tribe and my, my yes. family, who I would. Um, promise you that you will be held in safety what i'd say is before maybe going and if this is brand new to you before going in and jumping into like a ceremony with you know people who you've just met a lot of these people are doing great work sharing circles cacao ceremonies sound healing um breath work ceremonies because you know it's it's all part of the medicine and yeah. the, the healing modalities. Going to sit with them, going and do some of that light work first, get to know them, get to understand where you're at on your journey. And you know, if it feels like something you want to, you know, go into then. I let, have, let's, done, let's I do have
1: done I have done I do do quite a lot of that and I, I have done that obviously not with your people, but um I do a lot of um sharing circles and breathing groups and um I've done the Sananga and the the happy and stuff like that. So I am aware. What's your thoughts on the magic mushrooms, Mark? The microdosing?
0: Yeah. Um, just on that Sananga and anger I do you know what they like, to work hand in hand with Cambo, part of the same um complementary family of medicines. And I didn't I didn't mention it, I didn't think anyone had the um, no one thought just covered that up. Yeah, well on it's um great medicine. Mushrooms. Um they are indigenous to um, European culture. So that that's the medicine for England and you know, Britain, Wales, Scotland, and especially the Celtic and the Druids um, and that's why they grow naturally. Now, obviously, there's people who are growing them in kits, what I'd say is sorry, um, anyone growing in a kit, it's it's it still gives a good effect, but not not so much natural. Yeah. What we want to be doing is looking for things that are coming naturally. Now, I think it's September to November to when the first frost. uh, Liberty Caps, which are known as the, um, for me, um, Liberty Caps, they're the ones that we find growing and they've got a very distinctive look. It's like a witch's hat, which if we have to think about, you know, witches, again, from Britain um, Mm. and our culture, this is why they had the pointy hat and it's a little bit crooked okay so that's how we we know it's a Liberty cap um but these for me are the most um they give the more profound effect the more on a on a spiritual level so I remember doing magic mushrooms in Amsterdam and bought them and we were giggling and things were wavy and wobbly and we were, had a real laugh on them working with Liberty cap that are coming from nature I felt I'd done in a different setting it was more ceremonious. So we had candles on we had nice music it was dark and quiet and they took me on a journey deep i like felt the connection to the spirit yeah. of the mushroom um i mean i think they can bring on a lot of healing um if obviously there's a lot of studies coming out now about the um, cognitive effects with depression and anxiety and i yeah, I've seen firsthand how, how that can work. Um,
1: well, so have get... I, to be honest, because my son is—he's um, been—he's—he has to go on antidepressants because he just didn't see any other way. He try—he's tried meditating. To be honest, he's told me all about that DMT, exactly what you told me that when you're first born, you're at have it, and when you die, you have it. He knows all about it. He's—he's he's really looked into all this, um, and he said. Um, he, he got mushrooms and he tried them and he felt a massive connection to the to the earth he felt like a massive massive connection and um, he wanted to start microdosing so um, rather than him do it in himself then yeah. I've just helped him along with it um, he's come off the antidepressants and he's 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 got aspergus and he said he doesn't even feel like he's got aspergus He can go to college and just feel like a normal person. So, um, fantastic. Yeah, it, it is. The only thing that worries me is that the, there's no long term clinical um, things been done to see what the long term damage is, and and there's nothing to say. Well, how long do you microdose for without a break, or you know things like that. So. It's still all trial and error, but I would sooner have him doing that than taking the antidepressants, which were just making him sleep and numbing yeah. up all his emotions.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I I think it's it's remarkable the effect that they're having and the benefits that are provided. There is a lot more studies that are happening now, and I do believe in the next ten years we're going to see them become legal. Um, I hope so. realising it, but I think for some people, like it's still seen as a drug, mm. and that's understandable um, because of a lack of understanding of it, and that the fact that the government is like that's that's a drug, and a lot of these substances were were being trialed in like the sixties when you know that that kind of free love movement was going, and they they were doing clinical trials, and you can you can see these and people like you know just report like so much connection and questioning things and opening the mind and really like having beautiful experiences and they cut all funding and outlawed it and the only because thing- because they were
1: saying no more war and they were fighting the government that's why
0: exactly because that's why people would exactly that that's what it's just leading to and people people mm. are like questioning the narrative that that we've been blinded by and that like you know we shouldn't question anything can you know i don't want to go too much into the, the government and political side of it but you're right and it's coming back and there is a there is a new revolution and for me it, it's natural um something grown naturally you know yeah. and people are having good effects then you know we have to trust nature like long before these these politicians and you know the bureaucracy of people in offices and suits and we're making laws like nature is still here yeah. it always has been it always will be be Um, and we're in a time of change now we're in a time of massive overhaul and change and so many people are waking up and questioning things um I mean what I would say is I I don't want to say that plant medicine is a cure for all mental illness and it still should be treated with respect like you're doing with the microdosing and I think um you know you're obviously you've done your homework yourself you're looking into it but having that that um understanding and obviously your son's still young and impressionable but relating and saying you know it's the same thing we don't want to be dependent on anything no even if it just because they say microdose doesn't mean it's ha- like harmless anything no. too much of anything it becomes a dependency um just for anyone who doesn't know a microdose is a um a measurement or a dosage, so that you don't actually feel um, the the psychedelic hallucinogenic effects. So if you feel a bit wavy and a little bit like you can feel the medicine, it's not a microdose. Um, so it's important that you know we we respect that, and I think we just need to look at it and be like, okay, so let's let's do a month. And a lot of people with microdosing, they'll have one day off, one day on, one day off, one day on, or two days off, and, yeah. and the third on. It, 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 there's different ways of doing it, um, but I think it's important that we we have a a set um, test period, whether that's three months. I know three mm. months is like um, a good a good period for the body to to cleanse and change. Um, but then, what we want to do is remove remove that medication now, that natural medication we've been taking, and see how we feel. Yeah. Do we feel a call and back to the uh, antidepressants? Do we feel like we can't live without the microdose and being observant of of what the medicine the results have given? Um, well,
1: to be honest with you, I've, I started microdosing myself because I thought I'm not giving him anything that I haven't done myself. So I started before him he said he wanted to do it, I got it and didn't tell him and started doing it myself and then he asked me again and I already had started it myself so, um, and for me, even though it's a microdose I've had a lot of uh, experiences where I've had a lot of clarity and, and been shown things about myself um, just through that small amount Yeah but that, so,
0: that, That's good today but you know it hasn't stopped you functioning. on a, No, on your, like, not at all. Order. No, I think not that, at all. It's important to for people to understand that, like you know, the idea is not that you're you're at home and and you can't function and you're like on this crazy. Well, like, no,
1: because I've got two experience. sons that are, that are you know they smoke cannabis and that's all they do do, and you know I've said to them I don't know why you just don't start doing the microdosing because it'll just. It's a different experience. You'll be able to get on with your life, but you'll still feel that clarity and not that, you know, lazy yeah. feeling.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's um it is. It's it's you know, it's quite common. It's common in young people that now and you know, without making excuses, there's a there's a lot of reasons that people feel like they you know, they, they be put um go into them habits of dependency Um, but just to go on to um, another plant medicine which for me is less well known um, but for me was the by far my strongest connection with and that's Iboga Um, and this comes from Africa uh, from um, a place called Gabon Um, can also be found in Cameroon but mainly Gabon which is right in the center of Africa on the equator and um, this is it's very different um, than ayahuasca but it is a very powerful experience as well but the main differences are where ayahuasca is a vine and grows open out into the jungle and can connect you to you know what was calling like cosmic intelligence and the universe and, and uplifting yeah you. taking you on this journey iboga is actually a root that grows underground in the dark um so the whole uh, energy of the plant and the experience is totally different um it's said to well first-hand knowledge it takes you on a journey inside yourself and where ayahuasca is a female energy iboga is a very masculine energy it's said that where ayahuasca is a comforting mother and grandmother energy ayahuasca is the stern father who will pick you up by the scruff of your neck and tell you what you need to do um I'm, I'm good thank you sorry and um yeah it's it's important when working with iboga that we have direct questions because people have described this as a direct line to your higher self you're literally on the phone speaking to your higher self and it'll give you the answers you need now it's a very different experience and what how I would like to sum it up is there's, there's no hiding from Iboga. It brings you to truth. It's ultimately known as truth Like whatever intentions you might think you might have or whatever. It's, it's going to cut through all, all the bullshit like there's no, there's no getting away from it. Um And it can be a very long and tough ceremony. But for me, I felt a real connection to the spirit of it. And just to touch on it, I literally was a 14 hour experience, um, you know, done with tribes and their native dress and painted faces with a fire and like even the music, like ayahuasca, Santa de Army, as it's known, can be done with like harps playing and people on the guitar and the drums and lovely, beautiful music. Iboga is a bit more intense and it's done with it um, a harp. But it's a polyrhythm harp so it's not like a lovely angelic one this is like two different beats that are played quite fast that can that actually just feel like the cause and confusion and it puts you into a state when you're working with the medicine to bring on this clarity of your higher self to come through and to cut put through it so you, you can kind of feel like you're you're getting bounced between between places until you kind of break through um but yeah for me i felt like I was watching a movie, and there was literally uh, like the game show catchphrase, a cryptic message in front of me, and it was saying, "Go on, what am I telling you?" And I'm looking at it and I'm feeling like really dumb and stupid, like I just felt like I, I couldn't think, and I felt like I was a little, there was a little man inside of me head, it was me higher consciousness, my higher self was just showing me how to be, you know, the best version of myself in this cryptic way, and when I couldn't guess it. just pulling like quantum um synchronicity like magic tricks and show me but it also had this very very real um personality and spirit that it gave me a clear message that like this plant is endangered and it it basically told me that i'll help you you have to help me and it was kind of making this this um this deal with me and I was like it doesn't, it doesn't seem like any other plant medicine I've worked with it seems quite um like it's got this this kind of like ego or this, this this but it was so so um profound and vivid and but what it told me is the plant's endangered and it's becoming um you know this the people using it not for the wrong reason but to make money these people in Africa are taking it away from the tribes because they want to make make money um and it's basically getting used quicker than it can be grown these tribes have used it for hundreds i'd say thousands of years in africa because it's like the motherland it's where where society you know started and has spread from um, but it, it really does like it they use it as a initiation and a rite of passage for the young men and i think the one of the big things with iboga is its ability to reprogram neural pathways and break addictions and i have friends who when i first learned about the medicine they, they used to work with it and they were really working with people addicted to crack cocaine and heroin which you know are the probably the two most addictive um, drugs and substances in in the world and there's like a 98 percent success rate that you know everyone knows how people struggle to get off these, but the iboga has just reprogrammed that neural pathway and built it back. It can also work with thought patterns and different behaviours that, that we may hold on to. Um, my intention was to be the, the best father figure I can, you know, to my children and um, to show me how, how I can be my best self. and. I absolutely felt like I got smashed to smithereens and broken into a million pieces and it was quite traumatic but the next day um, it brought everything back together and I just felt like I know someone touched on synchronicity before but I was saying a prayer into the fire out loud to the group and I was trembling because of the experience of that the night before and all the things that had come up for me. And I literally was saying my prayer and put my log in the fire and was saying the words to help me, give me the the strength to step into my warrior mentality for my partner and my son. And as I said, eh, there's a shooting star just ripped across the sky. And now people could say coincidence, whatever, but for me, I, I knew because it wasn't just that I seen the shooting star, this energy come over me and I felt so empowered, so strong. And where I, I've been trembling, and I, I, I'll gladly admit, I felt like a fraction of the man I've ever been. I felt broken down. My voice was trembling, I was quivering. And when I started shooting star I went over, this energy just come through me. And I had the message of you, you are backed. I have no fear, I don't worry, you are backed. And you're doing the right thing. And It, it is through like the breaking down of these, um, these walls and our you know security and comfort and being vulnerable and allowing you know um ourselves to 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 be broken that that we can then heal and come come to anew. Um but yeah I I really enjoyed Iboga uh, I then signed up to go and be initiated in Gabon in twenty twenty. Obviously that never happened and Now I find myself here in Costa Rica on the other side of the world. It it is something I'd love to go back and to work with because um, I've just seen massive, massive results for a lot of people who've been and done the initiation process and what I'd say, it's not not for the faint of heart, not for the beginner, Um, it really, it really, really is powerful work. But I've seen people like really exercise demons and start start anew from it. but, you know, it's something that I have a little read up on. And as I say, you know, I'm I'm happy to to share my views and opinions and what I know and what I've experienced with, with anyone. Um, it's a passion for me and something I love to share. And uh, by no means do I ever try and um, persuade people or tell people it's what they need. What I'd say is, I must admit, when I first did, I did. Because I seen my mum and I ran to my mum and, like, you know mum's quite anti-drugs rightly so i was like but this mum isn't a drug like honestly you need to try this because this is like i feel like if you if you go through your life and and you know go to the end of your life and you have an experience this this connection to spirit it's um it can be a bit of a, a wasted experience um and I, a lot of people who are like uh facing end of life. Having these experiences gives them this comfort knowing that it's not the end. Like, when you take your last breath, your physical body might stay here and remain. You're not closing your eyes forever and there's no more. Like, there's somewhere you go, and I know everyone's beliefs are different, but being there, being there, I've experienced it. I'm not scared to go, but I don't want to go there. Yeah. Like It's not my time, yeah. I've got so much to do. So much love to give, so much to share. But knowing that it's not the end, and you know, come back in different ways, um, and just you know, this, this whole experience that we have a soul, and it's on a journey, and it goes into different, um, it goes into different experiences based on what it needs to grow. Like this is a vehicle, and through our life, you know, we have a driving license. We get one car, serves a purpose, we get another car and, and we let them go, you know. And on the grand scheme of things, this 70, 80, 90 years that we're here is a blink of an eye. Like, it, it goes quickly. So, you know, take it slowly, enjoy it, embrace it, and, and, you know, live live to your fullest capacity. And what I'd say just on the plant medicines is... I've mentioned a few of them to you. Yeah. Obviously, some people know about them. Some people don't look for the signs. I'm not trying to tell anyone to go and do anything, but if, if it comes up in your field, you know, it's a, it's an indication that the spirit's calling you, talking to you, your higher self is seeking that. And as I say, you know, I'm on for a month to do combo, more than happy to work with anyone. What I have, um, people who are trust implicitly who I can recommend you to, you can go and meet. And being out here, I've actually heard of some um negative stories of people sitting in these ceremonies and you know they're not being done in the correct way and manner. I feel so blessed that I've never experienced that. And I'd only i only recommend because I fully I fully know that the people who would recommend anyone to are safe and full of love and you know come from the, the heart. Um, and I don't doubt, you know, uh, you said you're going doing breath work and stuff. I don't doubt that them practitioners aren't good. So I'm not, I'm not like they are there, not there, but all I know is like, you know, the people I've worked with and if it's something that is outside of your, your field of contacts and you feel like you want to do, I'm more than happy to share and you'll be greatly received and warmly received into, into the tribe. That's because great, Mark. Thanks very much for
1: that. That's, thank you, that's really good thank you
0: you're welcome it's a pleasure yeah.
2: thank you mark thank you Thanks, Liz. before we leave uh, would anybody like to ask mark any questions just to let you know um, message indigo greens if you want to go to mark ceremony and he will let you know what dates are in december but before we leave has anybody got any like last questions that they um would like to ask and anybody that's mes- that's watching on the replay you're more than welcome to message the Greens to speak to Mark. So, any questions, anyone? No? Okay, thank you so much, Mark. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. Thank
0: you. And good luck, and um, yeah, keep in touch, right? Let us know about, um, about your son, cause I, I'd like to, you know, do anything can really to to try and help you with that situation
1: that would be brilliant thank you so much thanks so All much right, thank, thank you, you. Yeah.
2: gang if anybody wants to um ask um my experience uh, from um, cambo or ayahuasca then you know i'm here more than welcome to two very completely different experiences um and as mark was saying like don't go looking for it you'll it'll, just be in your field and you'll be called well i arrived to Patty's and mark's um and just having a combo session it wasn't even we didn't speak about it it was just there um and i booked ayahuasca without knowing what it was i didn't even know what it actually was i just felt called to it and booked it so yeah just um as mark says keep your eyes open for the signs and if you want to know my experience i'm here as well so yeah i'm sure you'll start seeing different things now <laughs>
1: thanks Liz
2: thank you thanks everyone I'll speak to you soon see you soon bye